Hello, everybody. Welcome to uh, the Unknown Gaming Podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything gaming related. And I do apologize for the camera. It is currently up against the desktop monitor and hasn't been used in months. So, anyway, as you guys may realize, uh, Global Game Jam 2022 was last week and it has just ended. Uh, the specific jam that I took part in will be would have ended a week ago tomorrow at about 7 o'clock. So we're going to talk about that along with other things that I have noticed and other gaming news this week. I will start by just talking about uh, Global Game Jam and X-Jam itself. It was a lot of fun. A very, very, very exhausting. Um, think about it. By Saturday afternoon, I was a blubbering mess of emotion and not being able to think clearly. So by, you know, Sunday morning, I was ready to just be done. I'm getting a drink. Pardon me. I think I'm the only one in here. So I'll just unmute this in case somebody pops in. But, um, so the game we made was Rock, Paper, Scissors, Balloons, as denoted by the <laughs> very, very odd-looking title screen. Um, but I'll get more into, like, gameplay and stuff later. Uh, but let's talk about the experience. So, what made this different from any other game jam that I had partake or participated in in previous years? So let's start with kind of the expectation. What I expected was to do what I normally did, which is what I did last year. Go in, make a game in five days. Well, make a game in 48 hours because I knew the game was the game jam was 48 hours long. Um, and submit it and distribute it on every platform that I have. Okay? What ended up happening was the night of the jam, I actually went in and talked to various people that were partaking in the game jam, which was an amazing thing, and I'm glad I did it. Um, so that was something that was a little different for me. Um, I went from working solo to working in a team. Um, and I actually ended up documenting. I did not record, you know, meetings and stuff like that, because I... Not not kosher by my standard. Um, but I did actually record a bunch of like footage throughout the weekend so you can see my progression from excitement to just oh, I'm not awake right now. I need we need I need to get this done so I can you know so I can rest and focus on other things. Um, all in all, the game, turned out really well and I'll be playing it later on the podcast I don't know what time but um I will be playing it on the podcast and I was hoping somebody would be in here to discuss the next topic um while I was perusing the uh Paramount Plus platform I found a Halo TV show it is in development I don't know by whom but it is a T 
TV show based on the Halo franchise. So, yeah, it's going to be... I really hope it does well. I, I will say you don't see very many live-action video game TV shows nowadays. Um, you, you're seeing a lot more video game TV shows nowadays, with examples being Cuphead that's coming out in, like, three weeks, and Castlevania, which had a run from... 2018 to 2020 or 2018 to 2021 um there have been attempts you know there have been more and more like video game movies like i believe joda um is one of them and it's it's always interesting to see like what people will do when they make a TV show with existing source material. What Castlevania did was mix Dracula's Curse with uh, Curse of Darkness. They had elements from both of those games. Taking some creative uh, liberties, but it was all in all an amazing show, and I, I enjoy every minute of it, and I still rewatch it to this day while I'm working on stuff. Um, Cuphead. I don't know how much of a run it's going to have, but, it, you know, if it's one season, that'll be good. But if not, that, you know, that'll be its own thing. I, I can't wait to see the show itself, and you'll get my genuine reaction here on the podcast. Um, another thing that, that came in the news a few weeks ago, Microsoft has bought Activision Blizzard, Activision Blizzard and a few more companies that are escaping the life of me. I'm grabbing my uh, iPad. Apparently, uh, Discord does not want to silence on every single platform that I'm on right now. So, I think it was Twitch just saying, hey, he's live. Um, or it was uh, Me6 and Murglag server being like, hey, he's live. Um, but no, they bought Microsoft and Activision Blizzard or Microsoft bought Activision Blizzard, uh, the Candy Crush developers, and a few other studios for a total that nears the seven, $70 billion mark. And this would be the crux of today's podcast, because this was a big topic that I have my own thoughts on. Um, and I think I talked about it in the bonus episode. I, I, I don't know. I don't remember what, uh, I talked about if I mentioned it or not, but seeing console manufacturers buy up a bunch of independent studios, regardless of the effect, because we're not going to know the full effect of the transaction until products are starting to be released by Activision Blizzard. Yes, they have had a lot of negative press with Activision Blizzard, and a lot of it's negative for various allegations that I'm not going into on Twitch. Um, But, you know, the overall 
purchase of the com company, which I will refer to as a transaction, the overall transaction uh, could benefit both parties. However, I really don't see the benefit nowadays um, with, yes, I know game development is expensive. I know it is. Um, but when a company is bought, and yes, Microsoft has said they will honor previous deals or whatever, but I really don't foresee that being, like after those deals are done, let's say there's a five-year deal that was signed back in 2017, they only have to honor the deal for, let's see, 18, 19, 20, 21 for the rest of this year. Then they don't have to honor it anymore. And consider this. Consider that one of their subsidiaries that they just purchased. So let's say Activision Blizzard really, like does whatever their, I don't know deals, what their deals specify, but let's say they're on a time-based deal. They can release, um, they, they release games on PS4 and Nintendo Switch for the next, you know, year to two years. Microsoft's not going to like that because that's giving their competitors money. I really, okay, so me as a person does not necessarily agree with companies being bought up for better or for worse. Because what it's setting up for, what it is setting up is there won't be very much competition because think about it like this. You have a company that, well, we're going to attack Microsoft, even though I like Microsoft, I like Sony, and I like Nintendo. But Nintendo is just as guilty of this too. Um, basically, what it could set Microsoft up for is having more IPs than they could count, which they already have. It could also set them up to kind of monopolize the gaming industry. And people will argue, well, no, they won't. They already have a fair share of the PC market. They also have a slice of the gaming, like the home console market. Think about it. Anything that's released on Xbox can be played on my Windows 10 laptop. If it's powerful Nintendo's just as bad, and Sony's just as bad. Nintendo did something similar to this in the 80s. In the early to mid-80s with the release of the NES, they required developers to have a two-year cycle, or a two-year stint, where they were developing solely for the, Super, or the uh, Nintendo Entertainment System. I was going to say Super Nintendo, but that came out after those restrictions were lifted. Because that was a very monopolistic practice. What's going to happen is, buying up all these companies is going to kill competition. A console's lifespan, or a console should not be defined solely by either first-party releases or third-party releases. You have to have 
a good balance of both. Microsoft is going to end up killing their brand. And people that want to argue that, saying that they'll always have Windows gaming to fall back on. Here's what I want to know. What's going to happen when Windows 10, or Windows, I'm going to re just refer to it as Windows now, Windows and Xbox become indistinguishable? What are you going to do then? Because not everybody can afford a high-end gaming PC. It is cheaper to go out and buy a console at this point. Unless you want a really, really baseline gaming PC. And people will be like, you can build one for $100. Is it going to run the, you know, the newest titles? Probably not. Let's be honest, my HP ZBook that now runs Arch Linux couldn't even run Phasmophobia on its lowest settings. Let that sink in for a minute. It couldn't run Phasmo on its lowest settings. Hell. This PC that I'm recording the podcast on can't even run a wrestling game past the year 2017. I'm going to be honest, I really don't know if the Xbox brand can survive if Microsoft keeps choking it to death. But that's why they have Game Pass. So you can play the games anywhere on anything. They're trying to make the gaming as accessible to everyone at the sacrifice of their own brand. People say, well, how is Sony bad at this? They'll buy up companies too. And sometimes for whatever the reasons are, they'll get shut down. It's usually going to be financial reasons. Um, let's be honest. Like, I really don't foresee the Xbox brand. Like, let's be honest here. I, I just randomly jumped to Xbox, and I do apologize. I really wish people were in here, because I love their opinions. But everybody's busy tonight. Um, but, yeah, think about it. You know... Xbox is going to kill uh, Xbox console sales. Microsoft is going to kill Xbox console sales somehow through Game Pass. And people will say, well, why is that? Game Pass allows you to play games anywhere as long as you have a Windows 10 or some sort of operating system that can run the Xbox app. It's on Android. Um, even, I'm pretty sure you can play some of the games from your phone, but with that being said, Game Pass could hurt the Xbox brand. I know that's not the intent, the intent is to get more money, but 
in the end, in my opinion, it very well could hurt the Xbox brand. Let's think about it. Why would anybody want to get an Xbox if they can play the game on PC? <laughs> That's a genuine question that I have. And there will be people that will defend the consoles and be like, I don't, I don't even know a response they would have, but at this point, I literally can't even think about a reason other than I don't know how beefy this laptop is, but I genuinely was like, I want a Series S so I know like I can at least play some next-gen games, because I, again, I don't necessarily know how to like really gauge um how strong this computer is because it all varies from genre to genre depends on uh, the publisher as well so i'm gonna be honest though like i really don't think companies buying up smaller like microsoft sony and nintendo buying up studios is going to help them because in the end yes the transaction will help the companies no matter who, who bought it with the development re like the now better development resources that's probably the best way to put it right now um you know but I'm just thinking about it in a way that would make sense. It's like, why would somebody want to buy an Xbox console? And yes, I'm looking at my email right now, but why would somebody want to buy an email or a, an Xbox console if, again, they can play a game on their Windows 10 PC? Do you want to know the answer to that one? Oh, Jesus, you just popped in here. Yes, I would love to know the answer to that one. The answer to that one, Jordan, is consoles are very much plug-and-play. Where, say, you go and get a PC, you have to worry about keeping your drivers up to date. you got to worry about keeping your operating system up to date. you got to worry about keeping this and that and all that up to date. Whereas with a console, especially if you've got a good warranty on it, if it breaks, you call company and go, hey, my thing go broke. And, and they're like, oh, okay, oh. just send it to us. We'll fix it for you. Okay. Yeah, and just bump that out of a console for a little while. But if it's say you've got the extra family computer kicking around, watch YouTube for a few days instead of playing video games. Okay. Okay. Let me pose this question to you then. If I have a Windows 10 PC that is as high spec as the MSI that I have, what would the point be of buying an Xbox? If you're somebody who already has that high spec of a laptop, I'm a, uh, we're going on the assuming rant here, is that I'm assuming that you already know kind of what you bought, and I assume that you already know how to configure and work around with a gaming PC. Either that, or you should, like, either that, or maybe you should ask one of your more tech literacy how like how can I get started or at least, or at least give me a few links that I can sit and read about it kind of get into maintaining a gaming PC you know mm -hmm. you kind of got to assume when someone buys that good of a laptop 
at least know a little bit about rap, about how to maintain a computer. And again, I will go back to honestly with Xbox. Like I, I don't is, is it Game Pass that allows you to? Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I'm really like I don't see the point. Eventually, it's going to hurt the mic, the, the Xbox brand itself, because there will be a point that computers and consoles are just as powerful. Like their counter, the counterpart is equal, equally as powerful. If you get what I'm trying to say here. Well, yes and no, because you gotta think about it individually. Like especially if you're buying them individually and building your own. Computer. It's actually still cheaper for the most part. You can't get so you can try to do some deal shopping and you can actually get it to be about as expensive as a console. But say I'm average man and I've got I don't know, maybe I'm rich and I got two grand burning a hole in my pocket. That's what you need to build a good gaming computer. Whereas they got a console that can play the same exact games I want to play. And at the same frame rate that I'm aiming for for the most part, maybe a little less. Depending on how, like what kind of a gamer you are, consoles will never really die. Like, well, I say, Xbox will never really die. Like on that reason alone, I think it'll hurt it maybe, but it's very much going to come down to: Are you tech literate, or do you want to plug thing in and press play? You know. But I'm also going to say this as well. Do you think them buying up every single studio that they can is a good thing? Because that was my point. It will all... Yes, but yes, but no, kind of thing. Like, my whole process is, it's good for the studio because they get to develop the resources, but it's also bad in the respect of now they don't have the freedom to develop for who they want. And, and before... That's, exactly, that's basically the exact point. But as a studio, you're trying to maximize money. Yeah. And, and I guess that's kind of where it comes in like the, with like the brand deals and whatnot. You have to work that out with like the company, you know? I mean, hey, if we're exclusive, we want to get paid this much because we're going to be making games for you. We don't want what you're offering. We want a little more. Can we get that and still make come to a deal? You know, and it's all the it's all that fucking deal making shit, like in making sacrifices of this and that, all that. But in the end, you know, could it potentially hurt a console sales? Because it seems like Microsoft is now relying more on third party titles with the occasional Forza and Halo release. A well, console should not. Sales, I guess I don't really know that fact. Time will tell. It's already been uber successful, but I'm just saying, a console's lifespan should have equal parts first, second, and third party titles. Definitely. You cannot have just third party support, and you cannot have first party support solely. Yeah. The reason I'm not lumping second party in there is because second party is actually owned partially by 
the console manufacturer. Yeah. You don't ever hear the term second party. You hear first and third. Because second party really isn't really a thing anymore. So, honestly, like, if you want examples of third party support for a console being too much, look at. I would say probably Dreamcast. That was somewhere between, I, I could be wrong. I know the Saturn was mainly first party support. Nobody wanted to develop for that thing. Well, it wasn't a complete shit. No, well, yeah, and the PS1 actually did everything better. Nice. Literally. That's where all the Nintendo developers went uh, was to the PS1 because I, I really don't know how the negotiation tactics went, but a lack of third-party support can obviously hurt a console sales. Look at the Wii U, uh, the Saturn, you know, the Master System. Which, the Master System did really well in Brazil and basically the South America region. Brazil and, yeah. like, South America and Europe were the two major markets for Sega back in the late 80s. But, um, I talked about this earlier. We're going to switch topics again. Back to the Halo, the Halo TV show that I found. And video game TV shows in general. What are your thoughts, like... Based on what you've heard, because you heard it from me that the Halo show was actually happening. That that's been the fact that I have not I have not watched the trailer at all. It's again like a thing like I said earlier to you earlier was just oh, that was good. All right, then there's a, that, that's a universe you could really make some badass shit. Then there's a few like there's one more show that's coming out here in a few weeks. It's the Cuphead show. That's gonna that's be one of those things where there, there's so much freedom that yeah, really, unless they really fuck it up, really fuck it up, it oh. honestly should just be a it's a TV show. Oh well, yeah, no, like I expect it to do decently because I mean there isn't, I don't, I don't think it'll have a long run because there isn't a lot of content. In the game itself, you could pro you could probably stretch it out and kind of add mid mid like midterm kind of things in between stuff and or you could whatnot. do it or you could do it Castlevania did just to try making side stories and shit. Well, what they did and I I was explaining this earlier, what they did was they ended up mixing two games together. They had Dracula's Curse and Curse of Darkness. Hector and Isaac are from Curse of Darkness. Okay, so yeah, they basically just fucked the two together and called it a game. And, and they called it a show, and it was like, that's that's awesome. San Germain's actually from Curse of Darkness as well. San Germain, and I'm not kidding when I say this, he opened up an entire fucking wormhole for that show developer to make the bootleg universe. And it would be interesting if I'm, I'm kind of curious where their Symphony of the Night sequel is at. 
at this moment. Not a clue where they're what they're doing at this point because he might be working on his bootleg universe where he wants to bring Devil May Cry in together with Castlevania. That would be awesome. Yeah, it, it's one of those things that it, it's, it sounds amazing, you know. I feel but the like... thing is with San Germain, the reason that he opened that, the reason that that opens up so many more doors than I think so many people realize is the Infinity Corridor. The Infinite Corridor. Or the Infinite Corridor, or whatever the fuck it's called. Anyway, that fucking thing opened up so many goddamn doors that people don't even realize it. If that man wanted to, he could break the fucking X-Men into that series. That would be... I think that would be a licensing hell. That would be licensing hell, yes, because that's a Marvel thing, and... You, you, hey, you want a license for Marvel? <laughs> you know, totally, but we want like 90% of what you make off the show now. I, I, uh, no, then get fucked. I'm seeing more video game based shows on Netflix, and it might be just me being slow to catch on. Um, but I'm saying seen... the thing is, is because it's a great group. Ever since Castlevania set the fucking standard now, people are realizing, oh, that's what I have to fucking do. Not make trash like the Mortal Kombat movies. There have not been a lot of, like, I, I might sound contradictory, but like before Castlevania, there weren't very many video game based TV shows. There were the Sonic cartoons. However many yeah, of them. Yeah, but those kind of just did their own thing and either liked or didn't like them. It seemed like a lot of them, like, what what were you going to do with Blue Hedgehog chases Evil Doctor? Yeah, it was like, you can literally do anything with that basic concept. You can make it to where Eggman's going to take over the fucking universe and Sonic has now developed the fucking power of teleportation or some dumb shit. Or he blows up the moon. Yeah. I'm gonna piss on the moon! <laughs> I love that fucking meme. <laughs> so, have you seen that before? I, I don't think I have, but I'm not gonna show oh it. Oh my god, you need to see that fucking gem. I will get you a link, and you can watch this later. So, um, honestly, like, with Castlevania, I started, like, looking into video game-based TV shows, and there's Sword Art Online, which is an actual game, but I don't know what that's, that's a show that got turned into a video game. I was, thinking, I was gonna say, I don't know if it was, like, what came first, but, yeah, it's, like, now I'm seeing like Dota two, like there was a Dota series I think on Netflix for a time, if if not currently on Netflix. Let's see here if I can find a good version of this. Um. And then yeah, there's the Cuphead show coming out in like less than a month. Oh, is this gonna be this? And I'm, I'm excited, but like. They've got a hell of a cast for it too. I'm not gonna lie. Fucking oh, Wayne. Guy. He's not even listening. I am not listening right now. Just give me one second, okay? Okay. All right. Well. 
hello to whoever's watching. That is not the same. <laughs> we need the OG because his friends dying in the background is what makes it. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So. There it is. Like I'm sitting here thinking about it. What other games could be turned into TV shows that would be interesting? Hell. Oh hell, I don't know. I was gonna say, I would say Metal Gear, but guess what? That storyline is so fucked. Well, I'm I'm not even gonna say like the storyline's fucked, but I'm just saying basically the games are mini movies. That's, yeah, but welcome to Kojima. Hell of a game developer, but he would make an awesome movie director. He's directed a couple movies, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> really? Oh my god. Yeah, I think he's actually been in part of the creation of a couple of movies, now that I think about it. He was uh, part of the creation of the three some of the 3D Castlevania games. Which are not necessarily movie centric, which is surprising. But uh, honestly, though, here. like, um, shit. Let's see. I'm just trying to think of like other shows that you could turn into movies. Um, God, Wikipedia just set my eyes on fire. I think there's been talk of like a, there's been talk of a Five Nights at Freddy's movie for. Fucking God knows how long. What? I'm just saying, there's been talk of Five Nights at Freddy's movie for ages. Fuck. I think it was like since we've been in high school. For, like, like basically the tail end of our high school career. Because um, I remember like reading it. And I know I should take shit on Twitter with a grain of salt, but when it's trending. It's like, Jesus Christ. Um, Did you know that Kojima was in Cyberpunk? What? Yeah, I guess he was in Cyberpunk, according to Wikipedia here. Cyberpunk? He was a character known as Oshima. Subtle. Yeah, I guess, right? I, I mean, I mean, I Metal, Metal Gear made it even more obvious that he was in the game. Yeah. He was literally... It was a character named Hideo. I was gonna say, yeah, it's a Japanese version only. You could actually have characters that was... He literally voiced himself. Well, damn. Let's see here. Um... Fuck. I'm trying to think. Are there any good games coming out this... Like, at this part in the year? I have not looked. Um... I don't know of any, like, major releases other than that Project Triangle strategy. And I don't even know when that's coming out. What is it? Project Triangle Strategy. What? It's a strategy RPG. Okay. I I can't really describe much about it because I haven't played it. Like, I think it was announced at uh, E three of, of uh, last year. Triangle strategy. 
It releases on March 4th, 2022. Developers, Square Enix. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not even kidding. Jesse. Well. I am going to look at release calendar, like games coming out in Q1 of 22. Q1 22. Video game release schedule. This is from Game Informer, so I'm assuming that it is. So let's go to February. So games coming out in the next month is the Life is Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Oh my God, I forgot that Stadia existed. <laughs> They're doing a remaster of Life is Strange. Yes, yeah, Remastered Collection for PS5, Xbox Series S and X. You know what? Honestly, if they really amp up the graphics, that could be a beautiful game. But I'm not done. PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Nice. I fucking forgot the Stadia even existed. Everyone did, Jordan. We've got the... And that's on February 1st, 2022. So, literally in a few days. We've got the Waylanders for PC on February second. A Sherlock Home games what? for a Sherlock Home game on the Switch on February third. What? Sherlock Holmes: Crimes and Punishments for the Switch on February third. I'm reading right now. Um... What? There's actually a list in here. Metal Gear Solid the movie is a listed thing. Huh? They're making a Metal Gear Solid movie. Oh my god. It's in pre-production, but it's a thing. There, okay, what else is coming out in February? We've got Ollie Ollie World for PS5, 4, 1, Series S and X, and Switch, and PC, of course. Action Arcade Wrestling. What? Backbone? Crossfire X. Again, I'm taking this from GameInformer.com and I'm looking at their release calendar for the next month. Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Oh yeah, because they're doing the, the collection shit for the Switch. Uh, so a bunch of Kingdom Heart releases from the 9th to the 10th. No by heart, which I'm not 100% sure what that is. Uh, I'm pretty sure I heard Dale. I'll do a movie one. Hey, Jesse. What? February 25th, Elden Ring. Nice. Is Mark's that. Mark's gonna be hyped as fuck. And just to be clear, it is coming out for PS5, 4, Xbox One, Series S and X, and PC. Uh, and then Grid Legends, and that rounds out the February, like, there's Horizon Forbidden West, 
I don't think there's there's a new Assassin's Creed coming to the Switch, or I don't know if it's new, but the easier. Uh, is it really cool or really retarded? Monarch, Soul Cresta, Edge of Eternity, Martha is Dead, Elden Ring, and Grid Legends all released between February twentieth and twenty fifth. Chocobo GP, what the fuck? So here's March. Alex 2. Far Changing Tides. Babylon's Fall. Gran Turismo. Triangle Strategy. They need to come up with a better name for it. Spell Force 3 Reforced. On March 8th, Aztec Forgotten Gods. Oh my god. Chocobo GP. What the hell is that? I gotta look this up. I'm pretty sure it's Final Fantasy. Yep. It's a Final Fantasy kart racer. Nice. Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Oh. Final Fantasy Origin. On March 18th, Rune Factor 5, a memoir blue. Oh my god, really? Death Stranding's Death Stranding Director's Cut. Not surprising. On March 30th, way to go, Kojima Productions. I said, way to go, Kojima Productions. They're putting out another game. Might as well. Do you realize how long it's been since Death Stranding came out? It was like 2018 or something like that. Jesus Christ. I thought it was a lot longer than that. I don't remember. Only thing I can remember is that was before the world lost its fucking mind. <clears throat> yeah, it just looks like uh, WWE 2K20 is coming out on... March 11th, or 2K22 is coming out March 11th for PS. I've seen that. I debated on sharing a link with you, but I figured you'd seen it already. Yeah, I'd seen it. All I could do was laugh. Like, it looks fine. It looks... That's all I could do. I didn't watch any trailers or anything. I just laughed. I watched trailer. I watched a trailer reaction. I'm like, it looks fine. Because if it goes anything like 2K21... 2K20, oh my god, don't remind me. It's... <laughs> I own the I game know, and it's... I've reviews and people were like, this? What happened? Well, it's broken. Well, that's what I'm saying, but people were just like, this? this? Uh, what happened? Yeah, there doesn't seem to be, like, around August or around, like, uh, the end of May is when release windows start to fucking tamper. Yeah. A lot of games do not have um, release dates yet. I was gonna say, we're gonna get like a to be announced and to be determined. God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, the sequel to God of War. Grand Theft Auto the Trilogy Definitive Edition iOS and Android. Heck eh. Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh yeah, they're getting the like remaster. They're getting like a remaster, the GTA Five or whatever. 
for the PS4 and or for the PS5 and Series X. How many consoles is that game on? PS3, 360, Xbox One, and all that generations of the One, PS4, PS5, Series X, and X. Last two or three are going to be soon. Um, it's literally been around, Jordan, since like 2013. It needs to die. It will never die, Jordan. Rockstar will oh. milk that bitch <laughs> until it is screaming in pain. <laughs> Why are they putting on phone then? <laughs> I, honestly, I want to see it. Okay. Okay. I hope they make a phone port. That would be comedy. <laughs> they probably Just will. Just seeing that thing in literally, it would have to be potato graphic. <laughs> so, for anybody, that shit would be looking like Minecraft. So there is a game that I'm kind of like confused about. What's that? I am Jesus Christ. <laughs> I am not kidding. I hope it's a glorious game. It is not something that's actually aimed. I hope it's like straight comedy. What the hell? I love it already. <laughs> Just by the title. Oh god, I'm gonna send you a link. You're gonna let me laugh more. I actually want you to see like some of the end game screen. Like it it doesn't look awful from this like the still screenshots, but Yeah. Like I'm not gonna laugh at religion because I'm not laughing at the fact it's religious. I'm laughing at the fact that someone's ballsy enough to literally have a game named I am Jesus Christ. So I'm sure people are yeah, it's a, it's a religious based game by the way. I'm gonna uh, just I'm I'm not gonna quote anything from the Game Informer article, but I just sent Bob the um well I I shouldn't say it's a religious game, but I'm I'm just saying um yeah I don't think religion and games like religion influenced games don't mix you know just kind of reading what it's about I would play it out of sheer curiosity I would too <clears throat> oh boy who's messaging my discord because apparently it does not go into do not disturb on the other platform that I'm on who oh boy maybe maybe no I don't think Mark will join because he's on his phone but like it looks fine Yeah, it looks just fine. It looks just fine. It's just... This is just... I, I don't know how well it will fare. 
because of the attachment of religion because historically religious based games or games that that ba that are based on religion don't fare very well well no honestly i expect honestly people to make a absolute shit ton of memes out of and I want the game they're gonna to meme. They're gonna meme that game to the high heavens. I want the game to do well. I really do, because it doesn't look like it's a bad game. The, the the dude literally, he is just religious, and he wants to show from a proper first person perspective the life of Jesus Christ. The way it's depicted in the Bible. Yeah, the way it's depicted right from the Bible. You know, not that not, 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 I, don't, I don't think others deviate from any of it. Computer, can you stop freaking out? Thank you. Yeah, no, it won't do that. It'll do the exact opposite of what you want it to do. It'll well, keep like freaking I, said, out. I just hope he doesn't put any personal opinion to it. I hope he just sticks strictly to what the Bible says. If he does that, good for him. Like, I'm not going to fold If he him. does that, good. But if they deviate from it, it's like... Why make the... Oh, my... My Discord is driving, sadly. He wouldn't be the first one that, that has joined while driving, I think. No, uh, we've, had, we've, had a resident, we've had our resident bear. Speaking of which, where the hell is he? He's somebody who I think is interested, but just he's, he works at such a shit time to literally do this. Yeah. And, like... <laughs> it's one of those things, too, like... We'll pro I hope podcast is going well though. Yeah, we're having an interesting discussion. Um, because again, like, look at every game that has religion in it. Um, and there aren't. I can safely say there aren't very many games re with religion, like based around religion. All of those games are entertainment games. Jesus Christ. On that fact, actually, I don't know. Okay, I'm putting myself on do not disturb because I'm hearing the pings in the background. I lost track of what I was thinking. Well, good job. Yeah, I was thinking of something, and suddenly my brain was like, "Huh?" But like, I'm I'm just stating on the fact there aren't very many religious games that I know of, and those that they've have... never gotten popularity, if anything gonna be very popular because they're dealing with kind of a touchy subject. Kind of a touchy subject? It is a touchy subject. Oh my god. Some people just it's like cool <laughs> your fucking hit. I'm sorry that I got your panties in a knot but calm yourself. Take the fucking ten foot pole out of your ass <laughs> and eat a dick. The ex the opinions expressed are not my own. <laughs> but yeah. those, those, opi those, those opinions are not sponsored by this podcast. Those are just my opinions. My opinions are something along the lines of if you have a religion, cool. Don't shove it down my throat. I'm the same way. I'm just a little more voiced. Because I'm one of those people. I will go hand in hand to prove you wrong about your beliefs. 
If I hear Christ was born on Christmas, do you want to know what my first response is? Where does it say that? Yeah. I need page number, book number, paragraph. Yeah. Because that's a very... That's like one of the most common things you'll hear. We celebrate Christmas because it was the birth of Christ. No, actually, Christmas is based on a pagan holiday. And that's why proper people who actually follow the correct, the quote-unquote correct Bible think it's actually the devil's work that Christmas is even a thing. So they won't celebrate Christmas. And they won't even think of Christmas. You said Christmas near them. They will <laughs> grab out the holy water and try to drench you in it. Okay, let's switch topic. I'm just being a shithead of all I'm being, okay? I know, but people will, like, lambast us, and they'll be like, what? We're telling the truth. Yes, people are free to believe what they want. Now, Chris, you follow what you want. It's just I find that particular behavior kind of annoying. That's my own personal opinion, and an opinion's like an ass. We all have asses. And they all stink. Pretty much. Uh, but no, like, again, it, it's a very, um, very interesting title. But anyway, back to the release calendar to see if there's anything else interesting. Uh, so Elden Ring is coming out this year, huh? Oh, like I said, Merc is going to be hype. There's Final Fantasy Ever Crisis. I'm just going to call it that. Okay. Because uh, there's like a Roman numeral. It's B-I-I. So I'm guessing that's six. No, that'd be seven. Oh, I was off by... Yeah, what? that... What number is... Another via... Final Fantasy seven. Yeah, they're doing a Final Fantasy seven mobile game. I'm... Bruh. Dude, it's like... It's like... Uh, Rockstar and Grand Theft Auto Five. They're gonna milk the Final Fantasy Seven cow dry. Well, yeah. God of War, Goodbye Volcano High, Gotham Knights, uh, Hello Neighbor Two. Oh, good fucking god! I'm not surprised. Why? Because the first one did so fucking well. Did you not see the amount of YouTube coverage that game had? Jesse. Of course I did. Everyone and their grandmother played that Kerbal game. Space Program 2! Bruh. <laughs> Yay! Jordan's like, I can murder more Kerbals. <laughs> I haven't even... I haven't played the first one. But I should... <laughs> Yeah, Jordan making fucking rockets. That's a great idea. <laughs> okay. Um, Madison. What the fuck? What? Madison. What the fuck? <gasps> oh! What is it? Well, I'm just looking at the, the news for it, and apparently... What is it? I don't know how to describe it. It's a horror game. But I don't, like, understand. 
it's gonna be something like Fatal Frame or PT. Uh, we need a game name for we need a game name for a horror game. What do we do it as? Madison. Steve on the end of the table. He's fucking. He's fucking. You'd literally just fucking hear him down there. Just Madison. Uh, let's see. Takes a fucking shot of his whiskey after that. I'm guessing there's two. Uh... They looked on the table. Steve, number one, you don't need alcohol in this fucking meeting room. Number two, you're a fucking genius. Pac-Man Museum. Is, oh, hopefully that's, is that like a, what is that, like a Pac-Man collection? That's what I think it is. If it's a Pac-Man collection, I'm buying it. It's $460. Bucks. There's I two... I the fuck out of Pac-Man or Pac Miss Pac-Man. I'm assuming that there's two, uh, basically two uh, Tomb Raider games. Because Laura, Laura Croft and the Guardian Flight and Laura Croft and the Temple of Osiris. What they're in, literally they're sequels to the story or spinoffs or go God knows. Let's see, no place for ba bravery. Park Beyond, Pathfinder, Phantom Abyss, Planet of Lana, Pokemon trading card game. What? What? I'm not kidding. According to uh, Game Informer. Pokemon Trading Card Game Live for PC, Mac, I well, PC, because a Mac is still a PC. Yeah, but Mac runs a different structure. They're technically based off of open, they're technically based off of BSD. PC, Mac, iOS, Android. Prince of Persia in the Sands of Time remake. They're remaking Prince of Persia? Yes. Have I ever seen the Sands of Time game? I don't think so. Probably not, because I probably again I probably guess I probably did really shittily. Sonic Frontiers. Splatoon three. I remember there was the original Prince of Persia, and I remember hearing that was a pretty decent game. They're they're making a Terminator game. Okay. That could be fun because there was that one Terminator game that came out that was based on like the future time set. That I actually, I actually heard that was a good game. If you weren't expecting a lot. They're making a Stanley Parable, like there's Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Bruh. There's of course the Breath of the Wild sequel. What's you know, honestly, I'm waiting for that to get fucking like delayed or some shit. It wouldn't surprise me. Uh, Wizards. Usually, like lately, when Nintendo delays things, it comes out even better. Yeah, there's. They have a a decent um. History of doing that. There are. Well, a yeah. Bunch of the like... thing is, when they go, "Hey, we don't, we're delaying our game," it's because they're literally like, "Hey, we don't like the quality it's at right now. Give us more time. We need more time to do this because we want it to be the best we can." But, like, what games sound interesting out of everything that I've read? Not a lot, to be honest. I haven't read, like, all of them because there's a lot. Well, yeah. Destroy All Humans 2, Reprobed. Oh, that's right! There's, okay, no, I just found my excited game. 
then tw uh, s wait cyberpunk has not been released on next gen consoles i wouldn't be surprised it might actually be a well-repaired version <laughs> oh boy because after about a dozen and a half patches or some shit like that i think cyberpunk is actually now up to quality how i still won't play it because i think the story is shit but i'm gonna look to see how well stadia is doing and I find it rather annoying that in that massive open-world game, well, that's what's not massive, but in that big open-world game where there's so much to look through, you need to, like, do like do a majority of the game in a certain way to get what I consider the best ending. So, I have a question. So, For anybody that follows Stadia, because I don't, because I don't care. It's because Stadia's cringe. Stadia, I, I feel like it... I, I don't understand what the fuck it's trying to do. If it's trying to they do... Wanted to they want to do cloud gaming, but it's Google, so... <laughs> um, so I was looking up, like... Num I should look up Stadia units sold. I'm I'm curious. As of February 2020, Stadia accounts, the number of Stadia accounts is between 1.6 and 2.4 billion. But I don't know how well. And this is as of May of last year. I don't think the Stadia, the Stadia has been an absolute resounding failure. You don't hear much about it anywhere. It's a thing. Okay, here's the thing. Cloud gaming is a really cool concept, but they were just kind of like, here's cloud gaming, and didn't think about it. Because obviously... I think now Microsoft actually kind of has like a cloud gaming platform for Xbox, and it's actually half decent. If you've got decent internet, it's actually kind of it's actually kind of usable. But if you I don't like, know if I'd ever do it if I was like a big Call of Duty guy, always playing those high intense games. Oh god, but no. If I was playing like out of old modded Skyrim or some shit, I would say something more like Stardew Valley, maybe on like co-op Stardew. Well, basically, Valley. it's just something a lot slower or something that's single player or a lot older. Or older, yes, but I'm, I'm just, anyway, something that basically isn't super intense. Um, you can basically just pause it if it starts lagging really badly. Here's here's why I think you know, cloud gaming or gaming the way that Stadia wants to do it wouldn't work. Um, think about like how intense, like you said, how intense some of these games are getting. Just graphically how demanding they are. They would have to like free ship them to and down. And that takes a lot of time and a lot of money. Well, that's basically just like either that or they have it just set to a preset. Like say low. And they're just and they'll give you an advisory if you turn up the graphics at all. That hey it's probably going to lag. Expect lag if you turn up the graphics. I feel like Google severely underestimated how it's people... Jordan, it's Google. 
They're not gonna care because they have millions of dollars. Yeah, millions? More like billions. <laughs> okay. Fuck, I think they're all I think they're almost a trillion dollar company, aren't I think they're a trillion dollar company, aren't they? I don't know. But like that's the thing that was like I think they were severely underestimated. Where they severely underestimated how much people wouldn't care. Cause like I remember ah. watching I remember watching E3 and people were like, whoa. Yeah. They didn't care. Well, like I said, I think they tried to roll it out into a market that, like, wasn't way, there. they were trying to roll it out into a market that wasn't caring about it, and they also tried to do it way too quickly. I was going to say wrong place, wrong time. Kind of. They could have done, like, a uh, test launch, but no. Yeah. They, they really should have done that because that could have, like, gauged, okay, it's going to work well in these areas. It's either that or, like, there's just kind of a niche kind of crowd that wants that anyways. Again, wrong time, wrong place. Yeah. Give it a there, few there's years. Just, there's just such a niche crowd for cloud gaming. Literally, a lot of gamers we're we're nerds. We have our own computers and shit. We'll just play our own games. Or if you're a, like a Nintendo fan, you'll have your Switch. Well, just computers, consoles, Switch, whatever. Because I will and say emulators this. if you're that kind of person, you know. <laughs> Me in high school, I I loved emulators because. Me with that fucking ROM pack that I downloaded. People would be like, "You emulated?" Well, yeah. I'll be honest. Well, you did to play I, games because you can't fucking, like, getting your hands on that bullshit nap nowadays legitimately is bullshit, so. I actually, um, I will say that I have the games that I emulate because I'm just like, I'm gonna, you know, I might. Well, that, that's why, that's why I want to cut them. That's why I want to be able to do, like, uh, uh, cut them and shit. I want the games that I have. I want to be able to rip them out and have them on like have them on like a different thing. Um, but no, like going going back to Stadia, um, they kind of tried to pull what Microsoft did with uh, Game Pass, basically. Yeah. But on a much broader scale. And you really can't do that because Microsoft has been like. I believe how Game Pass works, you can play, or Xbox Play Anywhere, more specifically. Yeah, that, that's that's what the cloud feature is, is Xbox Play Anywhere. I think that also kind of just goes into the, you know, like, you can also cross-play between console and computer. But not all, not all, here's the thing, not all games are, you know, Play Anywhere games. Yeah, there's just certain titles. Halo. <coughs> well, of course Halo is, you know, they're going to optimize it for that. Unless it's the Master Chief Collection. Well, the Master Chief Collection is so fucking massive, okay? <laughs> yeah. When we downloaded on your Series S and it took four and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. But you gotta admit, we had some fun playing Halo. Oh my gosh. I've been wanting to stream Halo again. I just need the time. Yeah. Um, 
because I've been playing. I want to play through the Halos in order, and I'm I'm literally gonna play one, two, three, four, and ODST. I know that it's not playing it right chronologically, but well, you just play one, two, three, three ODST, then four. You're not gonna just like people will be like, well, if you're gonna play it like in order, it's actually the actual timeline order. I think is one, two, ODS, three ODST, three, and four. I think that's how it is. Yeah, I think ODST is technically a prerequisite. And then but it's like a whole different like character base. Then there's Halo Five. I have that. I don't think I do. I have it on disc because that's what the Orton, that's what the Orton old classic got me for like a goodbye present. And my Xboxes are all like uh, the Series S and the One S that I have are all digital. Yeah, I have a it's three. One of those th- it's one of those things. I kind of sat and thought about it for a split second. I was like, I'll just lend it to you. And then I was like, Wait, forgot. You have digital only. Yeah, and that was more of a cost-cutting measure for me, because yeah. the series well, S that was that that was that was the case of the one S. Well, this the series S was because it was the only thing that was available. Yeah, they were actually available in my Walmart. I was really impressed to see them the one time. Well, the first time we went in there, it was there's none here. And then well, we, yeah, because we got back from we got back from the road trip and they weren't there. And then we went shopping like what. About a week later. No, it might have. It was the next day. Was it the next day? Yeah. Either way, we went shopping shortly thereafter. Because I was debating either getting a laptop or. Uh, and you much more. You were much more happier with the series S. Yeah. Um, and I I actually got to compare like how Xbox One controllers were to the Series S controllers, and I I prefer like the. The feel of the S controllers. See, the thing is, though, Jordan, there's no difference in the controllers. There, actually, there is a bit of a. Difference. It's a build quality. Yeah. The thing is, because like I said, like, let's just say that I go and pick you up like one of those nice like third party controllers. You get the same experience on like an Xbox One. I have actually a fairly decent one. It's yeah, that. well, overall, overall, like me with my old Xbox One controller I've had since I basically, that I think it was like a, repla- it was, it was a replacement. The one had died randomly, like, a certain feature that I needed died. But the one thing with the Series S And if you're wondering, yes, it is the one that I have, it's the one that I have that's like, really fucking busted. Uh, the difference between like the Series S controller and like the, the one controllers were there's a now a screenshot button yeah well it's for the people who love sharing screenshots and shit it makes it makes um getting stuff for promotional material awesome well it even works for those guys it works especially for those guys who really you like really utilize the xbox for sharing content <laughs> not me there's not too many folk who do that, but it does happen. There's that, like, I'll be honest, like, I'm not gonna, you know, bitch and moan because people do that. I'm just saying it, it makes it easier from my end of things because I like doing game design. Yeah. And 
when I'm working on something and I think it'd be good for promotional material or as a something on a store page, I literally go, hey, screenshot, click. Yeah. Because it's that's what I like about these controllers now. But one thing I, I genuinely, like at first it took me a while to get used to when I went from using like my Afterglow to this third-party controller. There were times I went, oh shit, what's the fucking start button? Yeah. And people would be like, oh, it's the one with the three lines, with the three lines and the three dots. And it's like, uh, when the controller is dark and the graphics on those controllers don't stand out, it's kind of hard for me to tell. You know what it is, Jordan? It's called a, it's called the Universal Xbox Controller Layout. Do you think I do you think I remember where the fuck a screenshot button would be when I hadn't looked at an Xbox like a Series S controller until I literally got this? Do you one? not have a do you not do you not have a muscle memory? Not at first. Like I'm talking quite literally, about... it is it is literally directly beneath the middle between the two fucking start and select buttons. But I'm just saying though, you're not fucking listening. At first, it was like. Shit, which one is it again? I know I'm stupid, okay? I'd say I never had that problem on controllers. I did, but that's also because I rarely have played Xbox games recently. <sighs> rarely played them or not. I, just, I, I played Xbox for so many years and for so many hours. The, the layout of an Xbox controller is ingrained into my brain. And then there's me that's like, I have a Game Boy Advance and a, a Nintendo Switch and a 3DS. And... Good for you, Captain. I like Nintendo. Well, I mean, it was cheap. Uh, I was, was going to say, how, how many more strokes of the dick are you going to give them? I mean, there's nothing wrong with their fucking consoles either. I well, mean, there's not jack shit wrong with them. They're good consoles, but... The the 3DS was kind of to replace my 2DS XL that I somehow broke. They had like the screen quit working or some shit. I broke the top screen somehow. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, so I got a 3DS to replace it, and I got a DSi to you know fucking play my Game Boy Advance games because it was cheaper at LGS. If you're in the, yeah, I was gonna say if you're in the Brain or the Saint Cloud or I think they have a store in Brain or two. If you're in that area, go check them no, out. No, uh, Saint Cloud and it's like southeast of Saint Cloud. So if you're in Saint Cloud, go check them out because they're fucking awesome. You might get a little confused if you actually go there nowadays because actually they did slightly change their name. They now call they're now technically going by Lewis Game Shop, but. And we'll refer to them on here as LGS because that's what I remember them by. And it's basically the same thing, just a longer name. No, so what it is, is they technically split the, they, they they split split the, the, split the business for the electronic repair department and the, and the video game section of it. And... We were like there. They'll fix. They'll, they'll, they'll fix. Uh, we're not sponsored, by the way. No, we're not. 
We're just plugging They'll fix it. consoles, computers, phones. And if it's electronic and it's something like gaming related or Again, uh, just why can they see something related? Ran random, random joke. Why can they see so, something coming out with a gaming fridge? It's probably already a thing. I honestly, <laughs> I would consider that the fucking uh, Xbox fridge. <laughs> Did you see that before? I think I have. Um, yeah, I where they, they literally have a uh, fucking mini fridge, and it looks like a Series X. Fucking uh, chaos console. That too. Oh my god, that would be a Jordan's like I want it. <laughs> if it can heat my chicken and I can play video games, I love it. <laughs> but no, like I think so. What it was, it's uh Microsoft. Um, that like they had seen the joke when they re revealed the look of the Series X that people were like, it looks like a mini fridge. I mean, it does. Because cause, you, know, you know, all the people who fucking always shit on Xbox, they're like, <laughs> shit box looks like a mini fridge. Hey, I was... Microsoft was like, hey, how about this? Go fuck yourselves. Here's an actual mini fridge. So I, I've done both. Like, I've made fun of the Xbox Series X design and the PS5 because the PS5 looks like a fucking wireless router. It looks like a wireless router, or it looks like a fucked up ice cream sandwich. <laughs> and I, I'll agree, the Series X looks like a goddamn mini fridge. Um, people be like, well, the Series S has a completely different design from it. To me, honestly, it looks like one of those new fangled, fucked up looking projectors. But they stand it up. When, when I, like, unboxed the Series S when I was at Bob's house. I'm like, this thing's fucking tiny. Did you, have you noticed the amount of fucking heat that comes out of that cooling fan? I'm almost certain it's a lot of heat. Dude, but, I'm not kidding. When I, like, left, we got done playing Halo, I put my hand above that vent, and it was like, oh my god, it's like a heater. Hey, I could put that down by, like, I could put that down by, like, my legs when my arthritis kicks in. <laughs> Fucking Probably, but I don't know if that's advised, but No. Um, At that point I'll just buy you a heater. And people will be like, why? I'd say because it's fucking like that series S is small, but it's fucking like it generates a shitload of heat. Yeah. And like uh, I, was, I told Jesse, uh, it's a lot smaller than any any Xbox I've seen before it. Well, yeah, because Xboxes have never known have never been known to be small. The I mean, good God, look at the original Xbox. Yeah, I was just gonna say that it looks like a fucking like um, what's the best way to describe it? Oh, it's a behemoth. <laughs> it's a tank without the wheels. What? But the thing, you ever watch the original Xbox? That thing is an emulation monster. And then, and then there's the 360 that tried to slim down, but couldn't. And the 360 slim wasn't too bad. Well, the 360, the original 360 would have been... No, I didn't change anything. It was fucking, it was a fucking time bomb, though. Yeah. Well, that's why the slim came out. There were, like, 
three or four different models of the. Well, yeah, they, they had fixed it previously, but the slim like permanently fixed that problem. They totally changed the design. And it added the connect thingy. <laughs> the connect. <laughs> Which is still, I think you had a launch. Was it a launch model Xbox One? I had a launch model Xbox One, but mine did not come with a connect. This is. Thank God I. If I, if I wanted an Xbox One connect, I could ask my brother Eric. Why would you want it? For straight up memes. <laughs> like I don't want it for any other reason besides memes. Yes, he's like Jordan. Be careful. Microsoft. I'm watching you. <laughs> I was just thinking that. Yeah, I would love to have them both for the flat fucking meme of it. Jesse would be like, I'm watching you. Because I actually have my, I still have my 360 Connect. Wouldn't that just connect to the Xbox One? No, uh, they have a 360 Connect, if I remember correctly. I had like a, so they both have a really fucked up connector. Oh. Like it's some proprietary Microsoft bullshit, like always. <laughs> Besides, the Xbox One Connect had a lot of improvements. It was still dog shit, but... It was Microsoft's answer to Nintendo. Not anything <laughs> Yeah, specific. it was their answer to the Wii. It was their answer to the Wii, which still fucking kicked their ass. Oh, it... the, the Wii fucking dominated. The Wii dominated, left the PS3 and the Xbox 360 in the dust. Xbox, at the end of that generation, just didn't care. I was gonna say, like... Xbox started off just hammering it down. Just they were just great. Yeah, they wanted and then the end of the generation came and they were like, huh? <laughs> they didn't see Nintendo as a threat until 2006. They wanted to out. They wanted to beat Sony to the market, which is actually the reason so many launch Xboxes died because they neglected the unit testing. Well, that, okay, and that's the thing. The 360 came out before the PS3. That's also why it did super well. The PS3 launched, fell on its face, and then Sony brought it back up. But then there was Nintendo. And, and Nintendo was out here like, we have the Wii. <laughs> we why have... is it named the Wii? Because we're going Wii past you. I mean, Nintendo did a great job with... Cap well, they, they, the... made a, they made a console. Or they made gaming. For normies. They, 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 uh, I was gonna say they captured the casual market, which is something they've had a hand in since the 80s with the Game Boy, which lasted from right. 89 to 99. Or hell, yeah. even the early 2000s. I was gonna say the early 1000s with the SP. Well, like, the Game Boy, I will say, the original Game Boy lasted from probably. 89 to 2001. The Advance lasted till like 2005. The Advance series, I'm gonna call it, because you had the original. Yeah. You had the original uh, design, the clamshell, and the micro. Then they went the to the mic DS. The micro KW. Then they went to the DS, and the, and the 3DS line of consoles, and I think they the really DS originally was awesome because they had the they had the Game Boy compatibility. 
then they went to the DSi, and then the 2DS. Which everybody laughed at because they're like, we need to slim up the console. They removed the Game Boy player. Why? Actually, there were going to be, if I remember correctly, it was two card slots. Uh, I don't remember for which console, but I know it was like a DS console. Well, either way, I loved that I could... Like, when my brother Eric, when Eric had gotten the DS, I loved the fact that if he wasn't using it, I could use it, and I could play my Game Boy games on it. It was a bigger screen. This is like, ooh. I was like, this is cool. And it was I backlit. I played, like, three games on the Game Boy, but still. And it was backlit. By default. Well, I had the SP, so. I didn't, growing up. I had... Jesse's you had, you had the original Advance where you were, if you were in anything other than a pitch black room, you were, or anything other than other than a well lit room, you were fucked. Literally, I tried to play my Advance on the way, like when I first got it, I was like, I can't fucking play this. And it was like, why? Well, there's no backlighting. Yeah, well, well to play it in the dark, you had to play it in like a perfectly lit room. And it had to be perfect. Yeah, if you weren't playing a perfectly lit situation for the fucking thing, you were so fucked. Like, I remember having to hold my, hold it, like, up to my face so I could see where the fuck I was going. Just sitting there like, hello? Like, I, I don't remember if you've ever seen me play with that thing. It was just like... I don't know if I ever did or not. I think by that time you guys had like the Xbox and a computer. Um, but I got the the DSI because it's like I don't have to worry about the fucking lighting, and I can play it at work if you know if I get bored at work one day. I think I have it. I think I think I had it in the original DS. I think the triggers went to shit. Just like I don't feel like replacing them. Well, okay, so the triggers worked. Uh, I think because I think what it was is that he had borrowed one of his friends, like uh, one of the one of those cheater pack things. Like you just have like game hacks inside of your game with that cart. Game shark. Yeah, his friend had a fucking game shark for the thing. Oh, like well, it was essentially a game shark for the thing. And for whatever reason, it. And that, besides all the fucking shit that thing took over the years, it just shit itself. I've debated on actually looking up how to fix it. Just for the sheer point of, that sounds like fun. And also a bitch. Hold on. And for those of those wanting to know what a Game Shark is... Fake cheat codes for the for Nintendo products. Think you had to fucking have an extra add-on just to do it. It was not official, of course. Well, actually, let me put it this way. Think of cheat codes, but for the olden days. Well, no, the thing is, back in those times, there were cheat codes in video games. You could Think like GTA San Andreas, or uh, the Konami code, or... Oh, God. Anything, <laughs> you know? Is it up, down, up, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start? I believe so. 
I think. I could be wrong. I, I think it's up, down, up, down, up, up, down, down. I think, yeah, I think it's up, down, up, down. I think it's up, down, up, down, or, yeah. Up, down, up, down, left, right, select, start, or BA, select, yeah, start. Like I'm going to look it up now because I'm curious. But that's, like, the oldest cheat code. Code. Konami code. It is up, up, down, down, left, oh, right, left, know. right, BA. Are you still there? Yeah. Did somebody join us? No. Okay. But yeah. I was reading it myself, yeah. So I was remembering correctly. It is up, up, down, down. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA. And it's evolved over the years. Like, people will... They've literally, like, they've literally had it where, like, if you do it in certain games, it literally will activate, like, Easter eggs and shit. Wait, what? Yeah. No, like, I know, but I was... Apparently, it's an Easter egg on Google. On what? Google. Not surprising. I want to see what happens. That's what you have to support with the arrow keys and... I don't know. Do a backflip? I know that it was a thing, or, like, it wouldn't surprise me if it was actually a, uh, thing, kind of like do a barrel roll, but the Konami code is a, like, the oldest cheat code. Yeah. Well, it's because it's because of Contra. Fuck. Fuck Contra. Contra was so fucking hard. You know, no, they had know, empathy if, on anybody who was smart. If anybody compares Dark Souls or anything, they should really say Dark Souls is the Contra of Hack and Slash. Yeah, Dark Souls is the Contra of the modern era. Because <laughs> Contra, I remember hearing a review about how absolutely just retardedly Oh my god, I know. Was. You know what I should do to Merc? What? I should say that. Dark Souls is the Contra of the modern era. You could. <laughs> you know what we should do? What? We should we should request a game on our stream, and we'll just tell them it'd be a one-off. Play Contra. <laughs> Guess what I'm gonna do right now in uh, the server? No, I'm saying on his stream. Because then it's request, then it's actually full-blown like requested. We're gonna. I'm gonna do it next time he's live. Yeah, next time he's live, request that shit and just turn on. For as, as a one-off, play Contra. You can experience the Dark Souls of the modern era, of the, of the, of the bygone era. So, look at the, the general chat. I see it. <laughs> I wonder how he's going to respond. He'll probably just agree. I mean, it like, it is, because it was one of the hardest NES games out there, and the reason NES era games were so hard is because they had that mentality of, one more quarter, one more life. Yeah. Well, and the, and the thing is, uh, when it comes to it, honestly, it really is the Dark Souls. Uh, it really is the Dark Souls of, like, the bygone era. Uh, it's the contrary, yeah. Like, uh, Dark Souls is the contra of the modern era. Quite literally, because if you knew how to play contra, you were good at it. And it's the Dark Souls. If you know how to play it, it's a lot of fun. 
But if you don't know how to play it, it's a complete get fucked fest. And with people that are like, have you ever referenced the Konami code in any of your games, Jordan? No, I haven't. There's not even an Easter egg. Yeah, well, there's no real, there's no real point usually. People just do it because <laughs> that'd be funny. I'd be like Konami, like I would do it, and I'd be like, "That's a reference to a bygone era." Well done. What you know? What I what you could do, Jordan, is like say you ever have like a like a like an input code thing, where like you just have to like type a word or something. Have it be a thing where like if they put in, if they actually literally like whether they type it or they have to like perform the actual like the arrow keys and then do like B A uh, enter or some shit. Or, since I have a literal controller, I can just reprogram the Konami code. Or program or, it yeah. into the game. Yeah, either that or, like, either way, for, like, that input pad. Like, it, it's a controller-exclusive Easter egg. And people would be like, why? If you play it with a controller, if you input that code, you're gonna, you're gonna find a little Easter egg. I'm just like, you referenced a bygone era. Here's one life. Yeah, all I know that if you have, if you're doing one of your games that has lives, give them a life. Because the actual uh, Konami code gave the player extra lives, and typically, if there were cheat codes in a game, it was to help the devs get to get through certain areas or help them with certain things. It was basically their way of bug testing, and then they never removed said codes. But then you have cheat codes in GTA. <laughs> GTA Rockstar, quite literally, I think they had learned from other games that, like, hey, cheat codes are kind of funny. You know what? Let's just fucking input a bunch of bullshit. I think, I mean, yeah, it was partially probably for, like, bug fixing and all that stuff. But in the same way, honestly, I think they intentionally left them there for nerds to do such that thing. Because they've had cheat codes in Grand Theft Auto, so I think, since GTA 3. I think they were just making a reference of, hey, cheat codes are cool. We'll leave them here, and if anybody figures them out, have fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of people remember playing Grand Theft Auto as a kid, you know? They would get in, and they would spawn a tank, and then just terrorize the city. That sounds like something you would do. That's what I did a couple times. Oh, wait, you're a Minecraft freak, though, that's right. I will say, back in my day, when I was, back in my day, when I was playing Minecraft, right, on the 360, yeah, I was that, I, I was the guy who just didn't give two fucks. I'd go break people. And then there's me that was like, I'm gonna play my wrestling games. Yeah. Which, uh, some of those had their fair share of cheat codes as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, they usually did. That was usually just to like unlock certain characters or different outfits. Or wasn't there a couple of other actual unlock like a, would unlock all the modes? Um, depending on the game, but I think cheat codes have now been a bygone era. Now it's like season passes that unlock everything. Yeah, it's season passes, but then sometimes they still do cheat codes, and they're yes. they're more for like just kind of like they add them in so you can fuck around. It would be more of a retro-style game type of thing to do cheat codes. Some modern games even still have cheat codes. And like I said, they're nothing special crazy. It's just... They're like, hey, you figured out our cheat code system. Have fun. I, w I wish Mark was in here. Because that would have... Yeah, some, someday he will be. 
They'll be like, Murray, get your butt in here. Yeah, and I know he wants to join in. It's just, I've been trying to like, I know I haven't actively done it in the server, but I've also been like, hey, I need opinions on dates and times, guys. Uh -oh. If Zero if Zero wasn't playing Tarkov, I'd ask him to join. <laughs> All right, so let's let's take a Unless look. Unless you want to yell at Zero, I'm not gonna yell at Zero. Calmly ask him. Okay, Patrick Star. <laughs> Firmly grasp it. I'm trying to think. When is so our. Power of Black Mesa episode is coming up in like a month, and I still have yet to finish the game. <laughs> our, our Jordan, half... you're not going to finish the game. <laughs> no, I'm not. But I would like to play Portal again. Yeah, I'll have to go around to science. <laughs> no! It was <laughs> science, you son of a bitch. Don't make me break out the soundboard. <laughs> No, it was not. I will break out the soundboard faster than you can say supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, motherfucker. Okay, so I don't know if we've ever explained where that comes from before. But we were playing uh, Portal one night, and Jesse decided to use cheat codes. Because of the powers of science, fuck you. Well, I'm just explaining it. And we got into an argument. Because I think we were stuck um, on a level or something. And he's like, well, let's enable, you know, development console. That's cheating. He said, no, it's science, you jackass. And we got into an argument. Ergo, he recorded a sound of him saying science. And he looped it. For a fucking hour. You're welcome. Bitch. You're still welcome. God damn. Yeah, no, every time we've played Portal since then, <laughs> that fucking argument's come up. It's still science, you motherfucker. So, I, speaking of, like, Steam in general, not just Portal, but... Speaking of, like, Valve and Steam, what do you think of the Steam Deck? Or, like, what is There's hope for Linux gaming, but it's not what they're hyping it up to be. Okay, what makes it so special as a, a Linux gaming machine? Other than it's well, built on SteamOS. Steam's already been working on Proton, the compatibility layer. Well, mm -hmm. now they're going to be basically doing what SteamOS was, which was just based on Linux. And but, they're just expanding upon it. But not everything's going to work on it. Well, no. Ob obviously, because there are yeah. things that, that will... Like, SteamOS, for those that don't know, it's basically a version of Linux. Because I was doing some research on what Linux build I wanted to run. Or it was either what Linux version I wanted to run, because there's a lot out there. There's the well, enterprise. It's, it's technically a distribution. Yeah. Um, it's what distro I wanted to run. Did I want to run, like, was I feeling real fucking, do I want to run, like, business off of this? You know, or was I going to do it 
or use it in my free time to watch Netflix and YouTube and some Paramount because Peacock does not work on Linux. Uh, uh, uh. Because it all depends on what you use. Sorry. So let's talk about, like, I know we're getting off of gaming here, but Linux gaming is so weird. Um, because... It's a pain... Uh, okay, if we're gonna be honest, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah, no, because, um, there are certain things that don't work. Uh, but ProtonDB is a really helpful resource. But the computer that is running Arch Linux fucking can't run anything that's, like, super graphically intensive. As I was talking about, we were playing Phasmophobia last year. Or two years ago for the podcast. I think it was the podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably. Because I couldn't run it on that fucking, um, on the HP that I have. Yeah. And I just remember it running like dog shit. Apparently, does, does Phasmo work on Linux? Do you know? Well, I think you would know. I think if you mess around with the Proton versions, you could probably get it to work. Last time I played it, I was using the experimental Proton version, and it did not work well. And just it's like, I want to get a Windows PC so I can play Phasmo again. That's not the reason why I want a Windows PC. Even though you want, you really want to play the new updates, don't you? Eh, not really. There's... One game we haven't played yet is GTFO. Honestly, I think that with our group of friends, it would go fucking terribly. It would make for an entertaining episode. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Who the fuck knows? But we need to get people in here first to play it. Well, yeah, that too. And again, trying to to plan around that is is oh. hard because everybody's got yeah. different schedules. And yeah. Everybody's got different schedules, and I. Um, what the fuck? Like I remember when the podcast started, we were doing these on Wednesdays for some godforsaken reason. You just thought it was a good idea. Yeah, no one said I was right. It happens. Um, yeah, like, I remember just... That was around the time that Murray had obligations. Like, that was not a good time of the week, because Murray had obligations. Jesse was working. At the time, I wasn't I was hating my life at the time, because if I remember, if I remember correctly, I was at Arby's still. No! That was after you no. quit. Oh, okay. Because that was uh, 2020. Okay. I cannot believe we've been doing this podcast, kind of, for two years. In March, oh, wow. it will be two years. Hello? Hi there. Okay, I wanted to make sure that my internet just didn't go... So, yeah, no, in March it'll be two years. 
We didn't upload much last year because it was just insane. Pretty but, much. But, if you can't tell, we've actually uploaded, I think we've uploaded more episodes than we did last year. Officially. Because I think we only did six episodes. So, before I forget, I don't know if we'll get to showing off the game for the Game Jam tonight, but... Arc. Oh, yeah, there's a new Avatar game coming out. Heck. I think it's the fucking... The one... Yeah. Why is it coming out for Stadia? That platform is deader than a... It's, They're just including it. It gets a participation trophy. Pretty much. Literally, that's... That's all that is known about Stadia is that it gets a participation trophy. It's honestly like, I think Stadia has potential, but any potential it go. has is basically dead in the water. More or less. I honestly don't know why Google is still supporting it, but then they also have the other avenues of money. I'll be right back. It's like Amazon and their game development ventures. I know he said he was going to be right back, but, you know, Amazon and its game development ventures just haven't panned out at all. Like, it seems like every game they've made has fallen flat. Really? Baron, I'm just looking at the upcoming games just to see, like, what is coming out. Oh, no, more Fall Guys. Really? More Fall Guys? No, why? A new Untitled Lair of Fears game. Really? When was this announced? I like Lairs of Fear. I've never played it, but I've always liked it from what I saw. Um, Earthlock 2 eFootball 2022. Goodbye Volcano High. Really, no NASCAR game. But I think that will probably come out. They... NASCAR itself is coming out probably around the end of the season. That was their kind of release model for the longest time. Unless they decide, oh, we're going to push it out to June again. Um, and it's going to be half-baked. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, no, don't do that. Um, I'm hoping to have some sort of announcement here in the year with a title that I'm working on for a PC um, and when it comes I will announce it but right now it's not ready for announcement there are, there are demos out for it but it's not worth an announcement right now um, but yeah coming up in the next few months like going into March there's Gran Turismo 7 Triangle Strategy 
Phantom Breaker Omnia. I gotta look at this. It's a fighting game. Hello? I'm here. Yeah, I, I heard that. But I also didn't want you to be all like, what? 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 I was, I'm looking at Phantom Breaker Omnia. What the fucking flying dicks is that? It's a fighting game. That's all I know on it. But Sounds like shit. I mean, I'm not going to judge it. Until... Well, I'm just not saying it's not going to be as good as being an asshole. I want to say it. If you're going to ask... I'm all, I'm all, I'm always just subtly being an asshole. I know. I'm well aware. Well, I know you would know. But everybody else would be, he's an asshole. Well, that's kind of my point. I kind of like being that way. You'd be like, thank you. Because I don't get a bunch of white ass wipes around me all the time. Oh, I'm sure you get plenty of those during the day. That depends on the fucking attitude people have when they come in. Um, but no, like, um, I'm just looking, and there's an Untitled Layer of Fears game that's gonna come out, I guess. Is Untitled what? You Have you heard of Layers of Fear? Yeah. They, they're the same developers who also made the Blair Witch game. Yep. And they fucking ruined it. They're coming out with another Layers of Fear game. Oh, yeah, they had to fucking ruin another game. Bayonetta 3 is coming out. Uh, Bright Memory Infinite. So, should I warn you about one thing? What? As we were sitting here talking, I might have gotten the original version of the soundboard up and loaded. Oh, no. I don't have the cut down version. Oh, no. I went into the archives and I got the original version. Oh, no. Hogwarts Legacy. I'm guessing it's a Harry Potter game. Yeah, I have this one on hand now. And it's not an hour, it's a half an hour. Stop! You're welcome. Ah, <laughs> uh, the power of soundboards. I miss it. Uh, well, uh... Stop! That's why I'm stopping where I was. I did not mean to click that, but I did. <laughs> uh, Pal World. What the hell is that? Oh, it's like your ass. I don't know anything about it. A survival... The wacky Pokemon-style survival game with guns. That sounds really dumb. Yeah. Midnight Fight Express. Shovel. A new Shovel Knight game? Okay, that could be good. Nice. I'm curious, like, I guess I should look to see. Yeah, they don't have any platforms announced for it. But. House of the Dead. Remake. The Witcher 3 is being ported. Oh, uh, yeah, I've seen that. They're making like an enhanced. The Outlast Trials. 
What? The Outlast Trials. What? Do you think I know? I'm pretty sure. I feel like. Yeah, it's base. It's basically a new Outlast game. Okay. This, the reason I I think it's an Outlast game is because it's talking about a series. No idea. The Invincible a Suicide Squad game, really? Are you kidding me? What type of game is this? I'm confused. System Shock. So there's a new Sonic game coming out. Cringe. There's Hello Neighbor 2. Bruh. There's Mario and Rabbids. A spark of Hope. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Me hitting my camera on a fat bra moment. Metal Slug Tactics. Last Days of Lazarus. I'm actually quite curious. Xbox One, PC, Switch. Okay. I just want to know more about the game than, than just this is when it's coming out. So you don't really have games that you're looking forward to, I guess. No, besides the Destroy All Humans 2 remake. You're not, you're not even hyped for Elden Rings? I'm not a Dark Souls fan. Oh. Yeah. Isn't, uh, what the fuck? I, for I keep forgetting the goddamn name, but we've talked about it. It has to do with Bethesda's. It's not, oh, uh, it's not Skyrim or Elder Scrolls related. It's the other one. There's, there's Space Game or whatever it's called? Yes. I can't think I've of I've not watched much content on it. Has it come out yet? Starfield, that's what it is. And no, I don't think so. I was going to say, I don't think it's come out yet, but with that being... Uh, no, I'm pretty sure not. Yeah, I don't think it has. I'm just like, what the hell? Like, I hope it's good because Bethesda needs a good game to come out. Yeah, I was going to say, if Bethesda wants to survive as a company, they need a good game to come out. The only good thing that's went on for them is being purchased by uh, the big M. Yeah. That, that just gives them, that just gives them an excuse. Uh, that gets them out of the news. Well, no, that's that's Blizzard. I'm sorry, wrong company. Yeah, no, that's that's Blizzard. Now, Bethesda is just more of the one where that maybe has a, they have a chance not to get drug out of the mud. They have a chance to be like, here's a new breath of life. Yeah. Um. Like honestly, Bethesda, the way I see them, they're very much like this. They're they're like Superman. People either love Bethesda or they straight up hate them. Hey, it gives them, it gives them a reason to not test their games and patch out the fucking bugs. Yeah, well, and the people, yeah, that's the thing. People are like, 
They wouldn't just send releasing cuddles like strawberry bars. It's like, how about you eat a fat fucking dick? I'm not saying that the games are bad because of the bugs. I'm just saying the bugs are going to... St- if they wouldn't have been bought by Microsoft, the bugs would have gotten worse. And we saw that with Fallout 76. Well, the thing is, is I actually did, I actually thought a lot of a lot of Skyrim's bugs were really fucking funny. Yeah. Like when you walk over a fucking hillside and there's a mammoth moon walking into the sky. But here's my question. You have to stop and just laugh at that. But here's my question. What? We can now do a hypothetical world where Bethesda was not bought by Microsoft and the Elder Scrolls was set to come out this year. It was never going to come out this year. Or we could say, like, it the, the, the Bethesda didn't get bought by Microsoft and it comes out next month or something. Do you... Jordan, their, their entire plan was to have, like, two or, like, a game or two come out before that was even thought of getting a release date. Yeah, but with how slow some of their development cycles are, it'll be about twenty years before we see it. I don't give it that long. I give it. I give it at tops a decade. That's still a long ass time. Yeah, well, that's right. That's tops. That's like I give them about like five more years. I give. I give them like an honest like ballpark of like. Five or six years. I, I was gonna say, if you give them ten years, that's ballpark of Duke Nukem forever. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm giving them like five, like five, six years. Like, was my it? only thing is, is, I don't care if there's some of those like Bethesda bugs, you know, where just like stupid <laughs> shit happens, but the game still runs fine. Whatever, I think those are fucking hilarious. I love them. But it's the game breaking glitches that Fallout 76 had that. Well, Skyrim even suffered from some game-breaking glitches. You had to literally know the workarounds to fix it, and some of them didn't have workarounds besides reloading an old save. So, um, let's see here. What the hell else is new? I'm trying to think. Was, um, Bethesda, or no, not Bethesda, Gearbox, were they purchased by Microsoft at some point? I don't remember. I have no idea who Gearbox even is. Uh, Borderlands. Aliens. They're a fucking dead company to begin with, so. I I know they're doing I, I, think, I think they're still operational, so they're just not doing shit, but. I know they're I making. Heard uh, liquor, I don't think we've ever heard. I don't think we've heard liquor dick from them in like two years. Because. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious. Uh, I know they're making a fucking Borderlands movie, and they're making like that a time could be funny because of the satirical landscape that Borderlands is. There, yeah, there's a new game coming out called Tiny Tina's Wonderland, or Wonderlands. Okay. They publish Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek. How the who? Huh? There's a Hello Neighbor game called Hello Neighbor Hide and Seek. What the fuck? And I was thinking about this the other day. Because I was looking at, like, the FNAF franchise and, like, 
how oversaturated that market, that specific genre of survival horror became so oversaturated. What do you think about the fan? What do you think about the fan base? No, I'm thinking about just the release cycle. There were two games almost every year. The only well, exceptions yeah. being twenty. I'm just thinking. I'm thinking about the cancer that was the fucking fan community. Don't get me started on them. Like I, I don't want to talk about it. You being a D8 Games fan. <sighs> Fuck. That was like the like. It's the worst because it's like. People, Poor fucking Will just suffered through so much bullshit. With it's that not just community. Will either. It's like everybody that got popular off of Five Nights at Freddy's. Well, yeah. Literally, like, people saw Mark gained in popularity around this time, but he also was already, like, super popular. I was going to say Mark gained a lot of popularity, but Mark already had a shit ton of followers. What, games one through four came out within a year of each other. Yeah. So there are four games in a year. Then they had a they had FNAF World in sixteen, the Pizzeria Simulator in seventeen, Ultimate Custom Night in twenty eighteen, Help Wanted. Those two fucking oddball ass games. Yeah. So there's one, two, three, four, five. Well, that's a bug, but five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten games. Oh yeah. In the span of security, bu- security bugs. Well, I'm not even counting the security breach, but like, yeah, from 2014 to 2018, there's like five or six games. Oh yeah. It's like plus plus. Then you have the imitators. Yeah. You have the people, well, you have the imitators and then the people that will actually go out of their way to make something unique. Okay. The imitators have made some very good games. Well, like, well, remember. There are some that are hardcore copying, and there are some that are kind of just, they're taking a concept and they're kind of making it in their own style. That's what I meant by the latter statement. Yeah, that's what my my fucking thought was, was One Night at Flumpty's. Because, like, that was taking it and taking that formula and making it unique. But then you've got the hardcore copiers, and it's like, people are going to get burnt out from this. But then you have the hardcore FNAF fans that are like, this is the greatest thing ever. The fucking fucking FNAF fans. Whereas, if you have five nights at anything, they're over there like, this is the greatest game I have ever seen. And then there is me, like, I, I refuse to watch Five Nights at Freddy's. It killed me to make that voice. <laughs> Are you alright? Not really, but I'll be fine. Um, but I literally got into Five Nights at Freddy's around Five Nights at Freddy's 3. But I also, I like... I got as soon as Mark started playing it. When, like, Jesse will say, I like the Channel GA games. I also did not just watch their FNAF stuff. I watched their other series. Well, I was going to say, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure you found DA games long before their fucking FNAF shit. No, I found them uh, with the song It's Time to Die. But from there, oh, okay. I branched to their other series like Mario Luigi, Spyro, uh, 
Super Mario 3D Land, Mario Kart, Uno. Yeah, you found them and then really enjoyed all their other shit. Because it's like, if you're going to watch somebody, watch watch a majority of their content. Don't just stay for the one thing. That's what a lot of people do. Well, then you have the, the, the FNAF hardcores that subscribed, and they literally just watched for that. Oh yeah, oh, and they, and they, well yeah, Jordan, you gotta think of their mind, their mentality. <clears throat> Hopefully, I don't die this time. This video isn't fi- isn't fucking FNAF. This is such a garbage video. Play more FNAF. Yeah, and that's what it was. When and the dude has literally made forty hours of fucking content for FNAF and has literally played each game five fucking times. Literally, like I'm glad to like watched a bunch of people. Do I watch? Mark and Will as much as I used to? Probably not. That's because, like, I literally, like, I do like watching Will, like, EA Games in general. Because it's a, like, it's a community of people. Do I communicate with any, like, do I communicate with, do I use comments? No. I just enjoy watching their videos because they make me laugh. Literally, I watched Will and Company play Solitaire for well over an hour. Yeah. But the trick was, you know, you couldn't use your, the hints. You couldn't use the hints. It was, like, an overall pretty funny video, and I liked it. But that's the thing, though. I've noticed that people will watch for a certain thing. And that's all they're known for. Well, yeah. And it, it sucks because a lot of hard work can go into making... Here's, I, I will say this. Let's Plays are the most common thing you'll see on YouTube. It's, Probably. It's how you can change the formula. Yeah. Um... Uh, DA Games started doing DA Knockout, where they would do a game, they'd have multiple people playing, and if, I'm trying to explain the rules, but basically if they win more than one or two in a row, there's a handicap put on them for the following game. And the one that comes to mind is the Solitaire for Will. He had to play Solitaire using a table. He could not do the Microsoft Collection like everybody else. And, yeah, it, it was insanity, but it was, it's one of those things. People need to make their content unique in order for it to stand out. But, I don't know. You still there, Jess? Yep. I, I will say this, though. I've, I've learned a lot through, like, just seeing different, varying amounts of content on YouTube. I watch game reviews and let's plays and i listen to music um and i don't watch like your standard review where the person literally just talks over the footage yeah i i will say i do watch pro jared but he literally will do something like he he literally will go he puts a twist on the review and then there's scott 
Scott the Waz is probably one of the greatest game review channels of, I, I would say of this, not, should I say of this decade, or? Eh, he's one of the greatest mo like modern game reviewers. Because he puts his own twist on it as well, like, he's not just reviewing the game, he's telling an overall story. Yeah. Believe it or not, <laughs> you know, he does... Oh, Jordan, I just found something that's fucking hilarious to play. Oh god, what is it? Bigfoot. What? Yeah, there's a, there's a Bigfoot game out there, and it's... Finding, oh, yeah. Is it Finding Bigfoot? Or... That one where you... Do you remember the Bigfoot game that was super popular back yes. in the day? Yes, it's I now do. Got, it's now been modernized. It's now basically gotten updated a bunch. <laughs> that would be you, me, and Mark, and somebody else getting in there and just fucking around <laughs> all hell. Yep, that's for I sure. I would get in there and be like, I'm looking for motherfucking Bigfoot. Um, but like, uh, here's the thing with YouTube and games as a platform, or like. I don't really know how to describe it, but the. the I also want to tell you, you can pick up Kerbal Space Program for 10 bucks right now. Done. It's 25% off its usual price. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing it right now. Yeah, what is the uh, Lunar New Year going on? Yeah, I just got a game for like 4 bucks today, so. And I've always wanted to get Kerbal Space Program, and just like, no. Don't. Because yeah. you're gonna, like, have too much fun building rockets. And... <clears throat> but, like, uh, if you can put some sort of spin on uh, a Let's Play or review style, go for it. Yeah. You know what game we sh I should play again? What's that? Spore. You could. Here's my character in the Spore Creature Creator. Horror. <laughs> oh my god. If, if anybody gets that reference, good for you. Uh, I should watch Game Grumps play that again. That was always interesting. I really enjoyed the A Link to the Past home for Grumps. Um, but no. Honestly, though, I g generally, like, I I don't even watch gaming YouTube very much anymore. I'll pop into, like, if there's something that interests me, I'll watch it. People will be like, doesn't that go against what you just said? It Like, yeah, but also look at my hobby, and then my hobby is dealing with games and developing them. I play games to decompress. Why would, you know, why would I, you know, watch something if I don't, I, I don't know. But, Jesse, do you get what I'm trying to say? I believe so. Um, because it's one of those things, like, why would I want to do some, why would I want to watch something I can't get away from. People be like, well, you can. 
Not with my... If I get away from anything on the internet, just don't pay attention to it. Well, when my hobby is making games, yes, an RPG maker, but I'm also trying to branch out using Unreal Engine. Um, that takes up a lot of a lot of time, and I haven't checked the stream manager at all. So, but no, we've been going for what two hours according to OBS, two hours twelve minutes, um, something like that. I've had fun. Like this is genuinely what I liked about the podcast. We could sit down and talk, and I've only dropped yeah. 152 frames. Now I just, well, of course, we still wish that uh, we could have other folks in here, but. So, I have a question. So, do you think gamer, or like gaming, should have a platform on cable television? I actually want that opinion. Because I'm, I'm quite curious what people think. I think if you kind of. I don't know. Like, does not many gamers really watch cable anymore it's all being replaced by streaming services like netflix streaming services youtube netflix i'm like i don't want like i don't watch cable anymore because i have youtube i don't watch Ma cable because... we don't even pay for cable anymore because ma just watches streaming services do, do you realize how expensive cable like i'll put it this way i have a bunch of streaming services because expensive. because cable is fucking expensive Bundle it no. in with your internet, and it's still like a hundred fucking dollars. I think for me and Mods, it's like a hundred and fifty. But, um, you know, I think gaming is now like it's gonna fuck. Gaming as a platform, or gaming on cable TV, won't be a thing. I I. I think G4 used to be on cable television, but I'm not sure. Yes, G4 used to be part of like, I think I think they merged with Tech TV, and that's how they kind of really got their spot. If you watch, if you watch Rich's most recent video, he talks about it. Yeah. But I remember back. I remember back in the day, I love tuning into G4. If I'd find their channel and I'm scrolling looking for TV, I'd always stop and just watch G4. Then, if you know, a good like, because I was a kid who like. If, if, if I wasn't watching cartoons, I was watching something, like, gaming-related. Well, then you come from a family like mine, and you have to share. So, yeah, I would just kind of click it along, and all of a sudden, G4 would pop up, and I'm like, fuck yeah. And I'd just sit and watch them for an hour, a couple hours. Sorry, until no, their program no. went to something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to check my phone right now. Wow, it looks like it's going off. Um... You went super quiet. Oh my god, hold on. Please hold on. Okay. Hold on. Oh, I see, because you're across your fucking room. I want to say this. Okay. What the fuck have I left? Anyway, there you go. but no, like, I didn't even know G4 existed until, like, Scott the Waz was like, hey, we're going to have a show on there. Yeah. But even then, it's like, 
I don't think it's very popular, I, I guess is the way to, to... G4 has a channel itself now. And I'm not going to give my comments on it because I don't know anything about it. Because I literally just heard about it again today. Um, yeah. Because they've been in the news for some stuff. Because in... India has black. I'm, again, keeping my mouth shut. Oh, that's all I'm going to say is I'm just going to say that one name because that's all you need to say if you're Zelda. But, um... How to literally set yourself up to fail. Honestly, though, like, uh, going forward, I can't wait. We should play Portal one of these nights. Yeah. Because, my God, it's been eons. Since I've played it. I want to experiment with our powers of uh, motherfucking uh, science. <laughs> nope. I yeah, no, know. it's science. Do you think we could beat the game legitimately? Probably if we put our big brains together. Big, <laughs> big brains. <laughs> they, they, George, I said they're big. Did I say that they were wrinkly? <laughs> now we got some big ass smooth brains. <laughs> We're smooth brain. Yeah. Because, I mean, we couldn't even get past a certain, um... Well, what it was is I got fucking bored of thinking. Just is like, ow. I was like, I was like, okay, how about this? Go fuck yourself. And then... My brain on just the other hand... Around. My brain on the other hand is run by a hamster that's running the Windows... Net, or, like, powering a computer that's running... MS DOS. Yeah, mine, mine, fucking, mine, sitting here trying to trying to run a fucking goddamn toast. Having problems. <laughs> people be like, people like take that the wrong way and be like, "Where isn't smarter than Justin?" No, he's smarter than me. Me, me, dumb tech monkey. That makes he's programs. No, like myself. Yeah, no, um, Jesse's made the joke that my brain runs on dial-up. <laughs> I uh, hope... Uh, uh, like, you used to say yours is a hamster trying to power MS-DOS. Mine's, mine's a hamster trying to power a toaster. Does it have a light bulb? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> I've been watching... There's a light bulb above the toaster, but half the time that's not even up. Um, no, I was thinking about it too the other day I'm just like the FNAF timeline is so fucking convoluted don't get me started I've watched how the FNAF story is laid out and it is so fucked question what is worse well, Metal Gear Solid like the Metal Gear timeline or Five Nights at Freddy's I think Five Nights is trying I think Five Nights they're trying to compete with Metal Gear Metal Gear is pretty fucked. Like, Metal Gear just kind of jumped around, like, different points in time. But at least Whereas it's Five trying. Nights is, like, doing that. But also being, like, there's this character. It might be him, but it also might not be. At least with Metal Gear, it's like, here is the, like, there's several different, ver like, several different snakes. Her is your character, Snake. He doing things. 
<laughs> he do he good at doing things. Yeah. Whereas what? FNAF is like, here's this, but here's also this. Oh, there's also this. There's also this. There's this. There's this. And then okay. It just keeps fucking stacking like a goddamn damn a Jenga. My 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 question is now then, based off of them, what is a more co- coherent timeline? Metal Gear. Oh, for sure. I was gonna say, have you fucking heard? Have you watched some of those game theories from that pack? I have. Oh, it makes my head hurt more than that one one dude. I can't think of his name. <laughs> but I, 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 what is his first name? Austin. Who runs the science? Ali. Jordan. Ali. The only thing is, is that I like I like him. Because he runs at the pace of what my brain does when I'm thinking about science and shit. Do you want to know what my brain wants to do? Yeah. Digest the information. <laughs> yeah. My brain is like a stomach for information. You feed it too much, it's going to get sick. Yeah, Jordan really loved when I showed him the science. Like, I don't mind it. He just needs to slow down. I think that's actually the point of why people love the show so much. Because the dude is just so passionate about what he's doing, and he's just getting so fucking carried away. Um, but, like, uh, that was something, too, that, uh, because showed me him a few times, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, slow down. Yeah. Um, holy shit, it's almost ten. Yep. Uh, well, we should probably end it soon because we've been going for two and a half hours. Yeah. I know this isn't the longest episode. Not even by a long shot. I think our longest episode was almost three hours, wasn't it? It was with Storm. Yeah. That I remember because... We talk, well, the thing is, is because that was one of our very few super coherent episodes. Well, I mean, I try, like, I usually tried to segue with this one. Well, yeah, and we did alright during this episode. We kind of kept topics rolling. And like but I said, I, with uh, Storm, we had one topic, and we stuck that fucking topic. And I yeah, then we deviated a little bit. We always get carried away, but... But we still had most of our topics being, like, Zelda-related. Yeah. But when there was You're worried about like, timelines. Between me and her, we pretty much have the entire thing pieced out. Who is ready for Breath of the Wild 2? I could really care less. Yeah, because you didn't like the original Breath of the Wild. I'm sorry, but you put a durability system <laughs> in The Legend of Zelda. <laughs> Suck every ounce of my asshole. <laughs> So stupid. How did I know that Rattler's coming? I'm sorry, when I think The Legend of Zelda, I think I want to just get in, and I want to adventure, and the only thing I gotta worry about running out of is bombs, or fucking, like, other items. I'm not worrying about my sword fucking breaking. Well, I'm sorry. Take that shit and take it off to fuck you, Tal. (laughs) How did I know that Rattler's coming? What? How did I know that was coming? Well, it's because it's true. 
take your fucking durability in the Legend of Zelda series and run where the sun doesn't shine. <laughs> I can tell. I'm somebody who's used to the old, the old good ways of playing Zelda. What? Do you not like having auto jump? I could get a shit less. You get used to the mechanic, and if you don't like it, cry about it. <laughs> Give a fuck less. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this was a PSA brought to you by Silent Bob. Yeah. Or as he's better known, the not-so-silent Silent Bob. I'm a very loud individual sometimes. Oh, get me in the heated argument. Shit, just get me fired up in general or I get loud as shit. But with that being said, we should probably end the episode. I think we got to start. Yeah, we might as well, because I'm sure you want to go to bed, and I'm getting tired myself, so. But we'll see you guys later. With that being said.